Hey everyone, and welcome to the Spooniepreneur Podcast. I'm Nicole Muir, an ex-social worker turned CEO of a virtual support agency. My passion is helping those of us living with chronic illness to see how entrepreneurship can help us pay the bills, find a sense of purpose, and build a flexible life that allows us to balance it all. On this podcast, I'm talking with business owners from all walks of life to learn how they're running their businesses. I'm also going to take you behind the scenes into how I run a six-figure business while living with fibromyalgia, bipolar disorder, irritable bowel syndrome, and anxiety. If you are a spooniepreneur or thinking about starting a business, you are in the right place. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Spooniepreneur Podcast. So I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Usually when I walk into recording a podcast episode, I have a script in front of me, like I know exactly what I'm going to talk to you about and what it's going to look like. And today is completely different. And it's different because, you know, when I started this podcast, I knew that I wanted to be 100% honest with you about what it looked like to be an entrepreneur living with chronic illness. And sometimes it looks really great and I have systems and they work and I'm feeling good and I'm making money and, you know, I feel really great about where things are at. And then there are the moments that I think as a Spoonie, we know are coming and we dread when uh, your health flares up, when there are issues with the business, while your health is flaring up and you're stuck in this position of, okay, what do I take care of first? Do I take care of the issues in my business or the issues in my health? Like, how do I balance the two? Um, And that's very much where I'm at. So I have been having an increase. I have fibromyalgia uh, and I've been having an increase in my symptoms for the last couple of months. I told one of my friends the other day that I think every symptom I've had in the four plus years of being chronically ill, I've had in the last six weeks. Um, For me, that looks like a lot of pain, fatigue, brain fog. Um, I have unexplained tremors in my legs and my hand. Um, And it's been very difficult to work, to be 100% honest. Um, Especially with brain fog, when you're going to do work, especially more detailed work, like setting up systems, you know, doing strategy, things like that, it's difficult to concentrate. And so it takes you two or three times longer to do things. And I, you know, I've set up my business to accommodate for this. And I've talked about this before. Like, for example, I have a project management system that I use called Click up and I put everything I do for a task within there, any thought I have, anything I need to remember so that when I'm having brain fog and it's hard for me to recall things, I have everything in the task so that it at least makes it easier. Does it take away the struggle, but it at least helps me get things done and get them done well. Um, there were a few days earlier this month that I had to completely take off of work. I had to tell clients, hey, guess what? Um, This isn't happening today. (laughs) This isn't happening this week. I need to just stay in bed and sleep and just see if I can get back to being functional again. Um, 
And again, you know, I've set up systems in my business so that that email's already written and in my inbox. You know, I, I know exactly how to let my team know. And because I have everything in a project management system with updates on where I'm at and notes and all that good stuff, it's very easy for somebody to take over for me. Um, and of course, I've set up a business where I'm not the only person. <laughs> And I do have a team that can step in and help. And that was very strategic too. But it's hard. You know, I'll, I know that you understand when I say that uh, it can feel incredibly frustrating and you don't feel very empowered in that moment when you've tried to do all the things, you're working so hard to keep going and your body's just like, nope, not today. <laughs> this isn't happening. There is a feeling of failure. There is a feeling of you know, wondering if you could do more, wondering if you're not doing enough. And while this is all happening with my health, there have been some really big changes in my business. So if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know that in addition to uh, mentoring and supporting entrepreneurs with chronic illness, I also run a virtual assistance agency. And within my agency, Oh, goodness, there have been a lot of changes, not necessarily changes that I chose, um, shifts with clients and shifts with team members. And it's been challenging to navigate it all when your brain is like probably operating on like maybe 30 or 40 percent of what you know you're capable of doing. And anybody with a chronic illness also knows that stress shows up in your body. So when your body's already not feeling great and then you have all the stress with your business, your body is going to respond and it's going to be this like epic (laughs) loop of just feeling crappy, right? And I'm sharing all of this because I believe it's important to talk about what happens in your business when things go sideways. And this can be, you know, if you have something serious happen in your health, it can be if you have something serious happen in your business. For Spoonies, we know it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And I think that that's a way that... I talk about this all the time, but being a Spoonie can be a superpower in your business because we understand that things are going to hit the fan at least once. There is going to be a significant issue that happens just because of the nature of living with chronic health conditions. And so that's one of the reasons that I talk all of the time about having systems. And systems are our way of being proactive. So in addition to living with fibromyalgia, I also live with anxiety. And if you have anxiety, like I do, you know that living with anxiety makes you go through all of the what ifs over and over and over again in your brain, right? As one of my friends puts it, you know, you start asking yourself what it would look like to live in a van down by the river because you have no money, right? You you are struggling to figure out what would happen if all these terrible things would occur in your life or in your business. And so having systems in place and kind of doing that contingency planning while you're healthy is one of the best things that you can do. So what I've actually done is I've put together a list of the five systems that you need to have in your business right now to help you get through a flare. And so I'm going to put that 
guide in the show notes. So just go down to the show notes and tell me, you know, give me your email, tell me where to send it. But it's a guide of five systems that you need in your business because I believe that creating systems in your business, like how do you let clients know if something's going wrong? If you have a product-based business, how do you fulfill orders You know when things are not going well? What kind of support do you need? How do you know when it's time to outsource? How do you market when you're just not feeling like interacting with people, period? All of those questions. Having systems and making yourself sit down and get real about what would happen allows you to be proactive so that when things happen, you have the systems in place. And I can tell you from experience over the last month that that has saved my business, saved my sanity because I have those things in place that allow me to very strategically hand things off when I am unable to do them, to let clients know about that. And It just, it takes that weight off your shoulders because there's none of that panic of, oh my gosh, what do I do? Because you have the systems in place. I think another thing to keep in mind when you're going through these shifts, when your business or your health or both are struggling is that you need to act from a place of intention and not from panic or fear. And that's really, really difficult to do. It's something certainly I know that I've struggled with on and off in my business a lot. So before I had my agency, I had a different business and things would go wrong on the regular in that business for a lot of different reasons. I didn't know really who I was serving or exactly how I wanted to serve them. I wasn't marketing consistently. Like it was it was basically a hot mess. But the reason it was a hot mess is because I was acting out of fear. I would do something, you know, like I would use a marketing strategy for a couple of weeks and it would feel like I was marketing to nobody. You know, I was getting no interactions on social media, no comments, nobody saying, oh yes, I totally agree with this. No leads coming into my inbox. And I was thinking, what am I doing? I need to go off and I need to try this other thing because that person's doing it and they're getting all these leads. So I need to do it too and it'll work for me. And I would do that for two weeks and guess what? I would hear nothing from anybody. I would feel like a failure and I would go off and do the next thing. The reality is, is that, you know, for example, with this example in marketing, it generally takes about 90 days for a marketing strategy to start paying off. So even if you're like a month in and you feel like you're talking to nobody, the truth is, is that you have to keep talking and you have to keep doing the same thing for like three months until you can see, okay, these types of posts get the most traction. People really like it when I'm on video. People really don't like it if I do this. You have to do it for a while. Right. And when you're acting from a place of fear, you're going to cycle through all of these quick fixes that aren't really fixes, right? They're really just complicating things. When you are acting from a place of strategy, when you're acting from a place of knowing the backbone of your business, the foundation of your business, and staying true to that and everything you're doing, even when it's so hard. Um, you will be able to, your business will be able to weather the storm. So for example, one of the things that's going on in my business is that we've had a couple of our high profile clients leave the agency very suddenly. um, And 
it's been a stressor because, you know, that's income that's not coming into the agency. And it wasn't exactly clear um, what was going to happen next. <laughs> to be quite honest, it was I was seriously questioning, OK, is this the end of the agency? Like, do I need to keep going? I didn't know. And instead of going out, you know, like I think one of my initial reactions was, okay, I need to go out and find new clients. I need to go, you know, start reaching out to people on LinkedIn and start going in the Facebook groups again. And I need to just hustle for these clients. But I knew that the foundation of my business has always been built on word of mouth referrals. It's always been built on working with people who are doing amazing things in the world and letting that process happen organically. And so I just realized, no, you're going to just sit back. You're going to let the dust settle. You're going to let the universe tell you what your next step needs to be. And the truth is, is that in the last week, I've had a couple of different people reach out wanting virtual assistant services, and we've been able to hop on some sales calls and close some deals and things are going to be okay. But if I had acted out of that sense of desperation, I would have been number one, causing myself more stress, which would have caused my body more stress, which would have caused my health to be worse. And then when those clients came, maybe I wouldn't be up to having those sales conversations with them. Maybe I wouldn't have the energy to onboard them, right? Even though it seems counterintuitive, you have to figure out what the foundation of your business is and you have to stay true to that even when it's hard, even when it feels like things are falling apart because you know, my, I was talking to my coach about what was going on and she said, you can trust your business. You can trust the foundation of your business. And I think that that's so true when we trust in the work that we're doing, no matter what that work is. I mean, you could be out there selling something on Etsy, but if you trust in your product and you know exactly who needs that product, you know that they'll find you because you know what you're selling is good and that it meets a need and that people are going to find you. And that trust is a magnet for miracles. It's a magnet for things to come into your life. I don't talk about it a lot on this podcast, but I am really into the law of attraction. And I know some of you are just going to like want to turn off the podcast right now. And that's fine. You can turn off the podcast. You can find another episode. You're not going to hurt my feelings. But if you know anything about human design, and if you're interested in it, like it's fascinating, but I am a manifesting generator, which means that if I decide that something is going to happen, I I call it in to my life and it happens. If I decide I need clients, they come and, and they come from the strangest places. You know, when I hear about like how people find me, it, it like blows my mind sometimes. <laughs> To be 100% honest, because the universe just has ways of bringing people to us, bringing business our way, helping us to meet our goals. But in order to get to a place where you're bringing in those things and it feels effortless, there is an act of surrender that has to happen. And I think that that's the third thing when you're going through these periods in your life or your business where things feel like they're falling apart, um, one thing that has served me very well is the act of surrender. When we fight something, we make it that much harder to move through it. So, you know, when these clients were leaving the agency, 
I definitely had a lot of grief. You know, there were clients who had been with our agency for a long time. I had to let myself feel that hurt because if I fought it, if I just said, oh, you know what? Like, I can't think about that. I'm just going to go on and I'm going to hustle and I'm going to get clients. You know, you have to feel all of those feelings. You have to let them run through you. You have to surrender to it because the truth is, is that when you let yourself feel all the feelings, they're just feelings. And I say that lovingly. You know, I have a client. I've talked about her on the show before, Joanna Kleinman. You should go look up Dethroning Your Inner Critic if uh, you are into self-help at all <laughs> because she's brilliant. But she talks a lot about the ways that when we don't let ourselves feel the emotions that are going through our body, um, we are giving those emotions more power. You know, we are actively running from them, which then makes them amplify to be heard. And so when we just let ourselves feel what we're feeling, let ourselves do what we need to do to honor the emotions that are going on, then we're able to move through it with less stress and we're able to move forward in a healthier way. Okay. And this is also true with your health. And I think it's something that I certainly continue to struggle with. Uh, There's a cycle of grief that happens when you live with a chronic illness and it feels like it never ends, right? Because for me, I was, I started getting sick when I was 30. That was four years ago. And there was the grief of, you know, I thought all of these things were going to happen for my life and None of them happened. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that I was chronically ill and didn't have the energy to go out and, you know, date. (laughs) You know, I didn't have the energy to travel the way that I thought I was going to do. I didn't have the energy to do the things in my business that I wanted to do. And there's this grief because there's really, there's really not a whole lot you can do about it, right? You can get the best treatments for you. You can work with the right medical team. You can work to have the best quality of life that you can, but you're still going to be chronically ill. And every time my illness shifts, like it has over the last few months, I go through that cycle of grief all over again, because I'm grieving the, the place that I, I'm grieving the place that I was and trying to accept this new place that I'm in. And sometimes the act of surrendering to that feels like impossible, right? It feels, it feels like um, people sometimes, I think if you don't have a chronic illness, people talk about, well, you just have to accept the life that you have. Um, you just have to come to peace with your chronic illness. You just have to accept it and move on. And I have always been 100% honest that I will never fully accept my chronic illness. I don't know that I want to. I don't know that I ever really want to get to a place where I just kind of wipe my hands of it and say, well, it is what it is. I'm 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 not going to try for better. I'm not going to try to get new treatments. I'm not going to try to um, improve my quality of life. Like, I'm just going to let it be what it is. <laughs> you know, I don't know that I ever want to get to that place. Some people, they need to be in that place. Uh, you know, people have different health issues, different situations in their life. But for me, I always want to be a fighter. I always want to 
strive. I think it's the type A personality, which a lot of people with chronic illness are type A personalities. Um, It's that type A of, I want it to be as good as it can be, even if it's not as good as my able-bodied friends and family, I, I want it to be as good as it can be. So all of this to say that when you are running a business with chronic illness, it is okay to allow yourself to feel all the feelings. It is okay, even though, for example, you know, I I'm, talked earlier in the show about systems. It's okay if you can't do like all five of those systems that I talk about in the guide that's in the show notes. It's okay if you can't do all five. It's okay if you just have to start with one. And if you have to break that one down into little tasks that you can do when you have energy, that's okay, right? And all of this, I think the thing that I've learned is to honor where I'm at in my life, honor where I'm at in my business, to do things from a place of empowerment and from a place of um, wanting to make strategic and smart decisions and not from a place of fear, not from a place of anxiety. And for me, this means that I have to be in therapy. This means that I have meds for the anxiety to help me with that. It means that I seek out medical help when I need it. It means that I, you know, have a good team of people around me and your team and your strategies are going to look different based on your health and based on your life and, and your approach to your body. But when you come at a change in situation, when you come at these shifts in your life, in your business, from that place of just surrendering to what needs to happen, honoring your body, honoring your business, trusting the foundation of your business, you're going to find that you get through it. And you get through it a lot faster than if you were kicking and screaming. So that's today's episode, right? I feel like I just rambled for a while, but... I really just, I want to be open and honest with you. And sometimes that just means talking about all the messy bits and sharing what works for me, but I want to hear what works for you too. So check out the guide in the show notes on the five systems that I think every preneur should have. Come find me on Instagram, slide into my DMs. My handle is at the resilient VA. Come and, and tell me what you do to get through these periods where your, your life and your business are shifting because I would love to hear your strategies and you might hear them on the podcast. So until next time, remember that we can do hard things if we take it one step at a time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Spooniepreneur podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends and don't forget to rate and review it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're looking to build a business that runs on word of mouth referrals, and who doesn't, head on over to www.resilientbusinesstoolkit to check out my free masterclass teaching you to build a marketing plan that drives word of mouth referrals into your inbox every month. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.